back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. Uh, you are, I was going to say, you are listening too, but I that, I just kind of did that thing. I'm not used to hosting really all that much anymore. So it, <laughs> it is Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. Uh, this is number 124 of our show. And coming up on today's show, Sucker Punch currently has no interest in returning to Sly Cooper. A new Ubisoft forward has been announced that will focus on Skull and Bones. Good God. Uh, and Sony is launching a new gaming hardware brand aimed at PC gamers. We will get to all of that and more. But for now, my name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Alan Busby. Alan, good evening, Kyle. How, how's it going? How has the weekend been? The weekend was good. Uh, festivities abounded. Is abounded a right, the right word there? Uh, we had some people over on Saturday night uh, for some fun and games and food and drinks. Uh, nice. And then yesterday for the 4th, we went out to go see some fireworks at a place nearby. That um, was pretty fun. We went out to eat after that. Uh, so it's been, it's been a good weekend. Nice. What about you? Are you, are you, are you going to go see Thor Love and Thunder this week? Yes, we are. We are actually going to go see Thor on Saturday. We're going to probably nice. go see it early Saturday because, you know, weekend people are probably going to like flood in there at, the, at nighttime. So we're going to break the rules and go see go in it in the morning because, yeah, I, you're allowed to watch it whenever you want. But only only wild people go see a movie in the morning and get out when it's still daylight. That's just weird to me. <laughs> so I'm seeing it on Thursday yeah. uh, and I'm seeing it at. 4 p.m. Central. Um, okay. So it is earlier in the day. I waited to get my tickets until I, I think I get, I guess, Sunday night. So I yeah. was thinking of like, like people really like Thor. This is going to be. <laughs> and then like, yeah, Thursday at but, at four, the theater was mainly empty still. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, you're picking your right seat because you middle. got it so early. See, yeah, but you have to go see it earlier because especially it being Thursday night, you know, the later in the day you oh, go, yeah, it's yes. going to be just packed. Exactly. So you exactly. have to go see it earlier. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I be on the lookout for our spoiler cast of Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, you are welcome to join us, Alan, if you would like. I think tentatively we're going to be recording it Sunday night, but that's not set in stone yet. Um, okay yeah depending on time if we do see it saturday i i might i might get in on that i might, cool, I might cool. do that we will keep you posted uh yeah we do all of our spoiler casts and stuff here at the whatnots on our podcast feed called the reactor core of course it'll be up on our youtube page as well uh but yeah i'm excited i'm super stoked super stoked but, th but today we're talking about games though kyle are we it is, are we it though are we have so we been gaming enough this week is has been interesting because news has started to kind of filter back in now that yep. the like lull of E3. Let's or let's not do announce stuff until all those showcases yeah. and summer game fest. So stuff started to creep back in. And I feel like it was a lot of small things. But yeah, we're still we're so still in that window of like stuff. that kind of post E3 era like right. timeline. Like we're technically still in the depression of it. Yeah. The, we're like the, we're the, like we're we're sitting we're sitting there like nintendo fans we're like there's like a fake direct announcement and we're like oh my god yes Depression. give me something to give me something to get excited about 
yeah, starting to fiend for those new releases that were announced <laughs> and are starting to come out and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that being said, let's get into what we've been playing. All right. Uh, it hasn't been much, but you so I you have been playing the, the, the one thing that released recently. Yeah, I've I've played the most the newest thing, which technically isn't even a new release. It's just a re-release of like the oldest games. Yeah. So I have been playing Sonic Origins and I as of recording this, I am on the final game, which is Sonic CD. Fun fact, I think I played these out of order. I think it's supposed to go Sonic 1 CD 2 and then 3. But I did Sonic 1, 2, 3 and now I'm ending with CD. So I think I've technically done this out of order. I gotcha. I, but, I've um, never really played much of the Sonic game, so I yeah am no help there of which one is supposed to so be next. I, I I obviously like these games are old, like they're they're all very old. So like if you haven't played them at this point, you're kind of like you're you're a little late. Um, I've been seeing some videos that Origins is still kind of like it kind of misses the mark on some of like the quality of life improvements or some design things that Sega did. Um, while I grew up with these games, because my sister had the Sega, but we only had Sonic 1 and 2, mm-hmm. I've never played CD or 3 and Knuckles ever in my life. And I never played them a lot growing up, so like I'm not like super critical of the games, but I do love them. Um, gotcha. Sonic 2 was still my favorite growing up. Sonic 2, still my favorite game of all, still my favorite Sonic, 2D Sonic game. Um, I know some people prefer the like the how the old games play and there is classic style. But for me personally, I was never good at 2D Sonic. I was only good at 3D Sonic. So Origins gotcha. has this great thing where when you go into like special stages, you can actually just spend a coin to replay it because you have infinite lives, which. Which, oh my god, if I didn't have infinite lives, I would have never, ever beaten the final boss of Sonic 2. There's, there is literally no way it would have happened. It is impossible. So there are still quality of life improvements, but apparently Sega has missed the mark a little bit. But That's what I've been hearing, is that it's yeah. not, not really up to par of what fans wanted. And, and this might be the hot take. I think Sonic 3 and Knuckles is too long. And a lot of levels are kind of meh. And I'm not done with CD, but CD's CD kind of sucks. <laughs> and that's uh, and I hate that because Metal Sonic's in it. And I love I love Metal Sonic and Sonic CD is kind of trash. There you go. Hot take coming from Alan. Sonic Alan one was- is Sonic one still solid, <laughs> except for like the last level is like it's just full of nothing but just straight bullshit stuff everywhere, which is like really annoying with water and stuff. But Sonic 1, still overall good. I think, I, th- I still think Sonic 2 is still the best one. Like, and that's probably my bias talking, but I still think Sonic 2 is just the peak of those four games. But, I gotcha. And obviously you can play as Tails and Knuckles in most of them, but uh, gotta play as my boy Sonic. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I, I've been hearing not the best things about it, but hey, as long as you're enjoying it yeah. and having a blast that's really all that matters um but yeah cool there's sonic origins for you yeah playing playing the newly released game but playing probably the the oldest games (laughs) yeah so i've been real busy this week haven't been playing much Mm -hmm. uh, especially new stuff um but recently i did start replaying final fantasy 10 um 
I'm playing this with my girlfriend. Uh, We play through some stuff every now and then. Uh, And this is this was my first Final Fantasy game. And this is the game that like made me believe that video games are magic. Like back okay, in the day. Like okay. I, I, like I, so, I, I had an N64. I played all that stuff. I had some great times. But once I got my PlayStation 2 and I, 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 I got Final Fantasy X, holy moly, man, like something about that game was just like, this is magic. I don't understand I, how I can games see it, can though. be this good. Because, like, when you think about it, though, FF9 was before it. Like, FF10 was, like, the real shift to Final Fantasy. Like, where sure, it was, yeah. like, all 3D. It was, like, it had, like, more movie-esque cutscenes and everything. Like, it was like, really good Voice at the acting. All that stuff. You know? Top of the line voice acting back I, in the day. <laughs> I think you have it better than me. Because you said this is the Final Fantasy that got you into Final Fantasy. Yeah. That see for me it was thirteen. There you that, go. That's that like so you had the better game. I have still yet to play ten, but I have played the living crap out of ten too because I just love. <laughs> I just like I. I know that's like the the not as good one, but that for some reason well, I love that one. So here's the, here's the thing that that was the like thing at the time of like oh yeah ten two that's not as good it's, no, it's all like as- girl focused and all that stuff and it was just like what the hell they're they're pop idols what is this garbage <laughs> but I I think like people nowadays have like looked back and been like actually that that game is good it's not bad. Ten- <laughs> Real ten good. two, <laughs> ten two, the first Final Fantasy game that actually had a direct sequel too. Yes, it was yeah. the first Final Fantasy that it's like, hey, we're gonna actually have a sequel to a mainline Final Fantasy, and it was like, it was like, oh my god, there another one in this world. Yeah, What's it was really my boy at the time. Funny is because we're playing the HD like remastered yeah. version, and so like you meet yona in in final fantasy 10 you meet her and she like walks out of the uh like the, the i think the place is called the faith it's baby yeah it's like that temple, temple whatever right? yeah and she's like she's like almost fainting and all the, all this stuff and she has all these people around her to protect her but the like the like splash page of when you start in the game when you like load it up and it's like which one do you want final fantasy 10 or final fantasy 10 2 uh it has her there in some like booty shorts and a gun 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 and my my girlfriend is just like i'm so invested now because i want to see how she gets to be that like who yeah, is the, she i, I want to play as her <laughs> the cover art of yuna intend to that i don't know who made that cover art but they really wanted just they wanted yuna's ass just <laughs> they wanted you to notice that in the gun and they were like hey like, yuna has a gun now we're we're straight murking all of these monsters <laughs> I mean, it worked. You know, I played Devil May Cry. I saw Dante do wield right. pistols and I was sold. And then I saw Yuna had pistols and I was like, man, Yo, but what if Devil May Cry didn't have booty shorts? Yo, what if it did, though? <laughs> no, Dante would wear. No, because Dante would have to wear the dad, the daddy booty shorts. Oh, man. Could you imagine? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're liking 10. I, I assume you're how do you know how how close you are to beating it? Or are you uh, we just like just started or okay. not very far at all? Um. 
I think we, we just got to Luca, I believe, is the, the, the place where the big Blitzball tournament oh, is about to start. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're not very far <laughs> in at all. Haven't even met Jekt yet. Or, or no. So we, we've seen Jekt in like flashbacks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we haven't met. Oh, yeah. What's his name? It's his name is Orin. Is that his name? It's the dude with the big sword, right? He wears the red. Yeah. Is that? Oh, OK. I guess that is Orin. Orin, yeah. I always thought he was badass. <laughs> Wait, then who's the who's the monkey guy that like Kimari. that like protect? Oh, that okay, okay. That because yeah, I was like, I was like, Kimari. I'm trying to remember their. I only like, know tiger type. guy lion. I'm not sure what he is. How do you pronounce exactly. the main character's name, Kyle? Titus. Titus. Yeah, Titus all per- the way. Apparently, apparently it's Titus. <laughs> it's Titus all the way. I could care less. <laughs> there, um, there's a great video where it's like Titus, Titus. All right, so Titty's here. <laughs> Titty's here. Um, yeah, I'm uh, glad, but, I'm yeah, glad I've you're enjoying it. I mean, it's good. I mean, honestly, FF10 probably has one of the best regular battle themes in Final Fantasy history. Ooh, yeah, that that song's a real bop every time. Indeed, indeed. But um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. So not much on the game front with that. Uh, so we can move I, right along. I, I guess Ignacio is right. I guess we are in a drought of games because we're we're not playing anything really brand 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 new. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I'm excited for some things that are coming up in a couple weeks here. But uh, oh, that's it. Let's go. You shall yeah, see. that's it. Um, so we will take a quick break for housekeeping. Uh, we will do all that good stuff and then we will be right back and dive into the news. So, yeah, we'll be right back. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We love you a lot. Um, It means the world that you are supporting us here at The Whatnots. Um, Cool things that we have been up to here at The Whatnots. Uh, Of course, I said keep an eye out for our reaction to Thor Love and Thunder or our our spoiler cast of that uh, if you are a Marvel fan, we have also been doing our reactions to Miss Marvel uh, each week. Uh, so you guys can go get caught up on that. And I think we have two more left. The one that will be out this week and then next week. Okay. Uh, if, if you guys miss Gino as much as we do here on the show, I am trying to rope him in to do a spoiler cast for season three of The Boys. Uh, I've been watching that uh, as well. And I believe the finale of season three comes out the same day that this podcast will go live to every one there so hopefully sometime next week uh we will get to record our spoiler cast for that that should be good uh speaking of gino we also need to schedule our next check-in on our final fantasy uh or not our video game fantasy fantasy draft draft. (laughs) not final fantasy related or sponsored when we um, do that again, I'm going to have to actually bid on some games that are actually probably going to come out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so be on the lookout for that. Gino will be a part of that as well. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, if, if you missed last week, he announced that he was stepping down, um, but he will be back from time to t- time. If there's some big video game announcement he wants to talk about or some Final Fantasy news or the like. Uh, so you will see his face from time to time here on the show. 
uh, other stuff I need to mention on the captain's log. We just did our our annual trivia night uh, on the podcast, which was a lot of fun. And Ignacio joined us on that. Uh, so you guys will have to go check that one out. That's a lot of fun. We do that every year at the end of June. Uh, it's a blast. Uh, you guys should go check that one out. Uh, and then recently on the review show, uh, I, I, st I still have to mention Triple R. We, we reviewed that a couple weeks ago. And holy moly, we're now almost at 400 subscribers on YouTube. We've, nice. We've gained 100 subscribers in the past month on YouTube. Uh, the, the Triple R is now one of our most watched YouTube videos, most interacted with. with uh, Triple R is an Indian movie. It's available on Netflix. Go watch it, please. Yeah, it is I'll a say, blast. I, I say you're like you keep almost selling me on wanting to watch it. So like maybe I'll check it out this weekend, dude. It is so much fun. Like it, it is. It, it, it's it's three hours long, which is a lot. That's fair. But it works out perfectly that if you basically divide it, like here's the like first half and here's the second half, it works mm -hmm. out perfectly as like here's the two parts of that um but okay. it, dude it, it is incredible the action scenes are fantastic they are bizarre they are ridiculous um they do an entire action scene with one guy on someone else's sh sh shoulders and Ooh. they fight like that it is ridiculous <laughs> um it, it's so much fun go ch check it out uh but uh yeah that is all the housekeeping that I have for us right now. So let's nice. get into the video game news of the week. All right. Number one on our docket. Bioware has hired the writer behind Eidos Montreal's Deus Ex and Guardians of the Galaxy games. This is coming from Andy Robinson at VGC, and they write, Mary Del Marle has spent more than a decade at Eidos Montreal building the Deus Ex universe fans know today. She has also created the story and led the writing team for 2021's Guardians of the Galaxy, which won the Game Award for Best Narrative. Uh, however, she recently moved to BioWare, and the BioWare project director, uh, Mike Gamble, uh, has said that tomorrow will be joining the Mass Effect team as senior narrative director. Are you a Mass Effect fan, so, Alan? So I don't really play any BioWare games. Um, the only That's fair. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to take a shot in the dark. I don't know the games very well. I think Bioware makes the Dragon Age Inquisition series. They do also make Dragon Age, yes. Okay, so Amy is interested in like the newest Dragon Age. So I know she's I know Demaro is joining the Mass Effect team, but mm -hmm. I wonder if she'll still kind of work on any future Dragon Age games. And even though I don't play these games, it's exciting because I've never played Deus Ex and I still haven't played the Guardians of the Galaxy game. But I know that when oh, Guardians came Guardians out, it's so good. <laughs> I know that when it came out, people said that the cast of the Guardians game were more likable than their movie counterparts 
which like the it's, it's the writing that does that so like it makes me curious what that writing quality could bring to any future titles yeah it's i i love i loved guardians of the Ga- Ga- yeah. galaxy uh i'm also similar to you i haven't really played dragon age or mass effect that was one that i just never yeah. really got into when it was first getting big so i feel like i've kind of missed the boat um however i know that they are working on a brand new mass effect and i'm i'm still interested right like i I want to know and i want to jump on but i also want to go back and play that remastered trilogy first and i don't know it's just this is just rough because you know you know that the next mass effect game is going to have some like sky high quality writing the Mm -hmm. only problem is like you have i feel like you have to play all the mass effects to really enjoy it unless maybe bioware is going to make a new mass effect where it can kind of be a jumping on point that'd be pretty nice because then you get the solar writing and you make it and you make it a good introduction for people yeah it's it seems like it might be one of the better jumping on points for this series um because from what i've gathered there are certain characters who are no longer alive in the (laughs) mass effect franchise that um may or may not be some of the main characters uh so it's it seems like this is a new start but there has also been some speculation that they are kind of retconning that or being like well maybe they actually aren't dead and maybe you need to go find them Um, i would just i would just rather it be like a new mass effect that you can enjoy solo but have it be one of those things where if you go back and play the old ones if you go back and play the old ones and you play the new one you're like you're like oh my god i so enjoyed the game but now i get all the references like oh i get that i know what they're doing there oh it's so cool that's kind of what they tried to do with andromeda right like it was another mass effect installment that had that was in another galaxy or something like that Um, but andromeda kind of yeah didn't hit well initially um I, I think some people have come around on that game be like they, they've they've put in a lot of work but who knows not one that i have played but i know that this uh should come as welcomed and exciting news for mass yeah. effect fans yeah. um, and I, honestly still just great for tomorrow for getting to be a yeah. senior narrative director that like that's that's still good really good just to move just to have that nice good for them that's indeed uh number two here on our docket sucker punch not interested in going back to sly cooper or infamous this is coming from amelia amelia zolner at ign and they write in a statement published on the studio's website excuse me uh sucker punch thanked fans for their support and laid out some of its plans for the future According to the statement, the team is working on a new project that requires the studio's full attention. So there are currently no Sly Cooper or infamous projects in the works at Sucker Punch or at any other studios. However, Sucker Punch clarified that it isn't done with those beloved franchises forever and that it would quote, never say never to reopening those doors down the road, end quote. This this is a really interesting story 
because I follow a lot of Sly Cooper stuff. So I just I know a lot about what's going on there. Sure. And it's weird to me because when Sucker Punch finished Sly 3, they made that the end of their story. Like they they were ready to move on from Sly Cooper because they told the story they wanted to tell. Now, I'm going to be honest. I actually don't want a new Sly Cooper game. Like, I'm still okay. I'm still adamant that I don't want a new one. Would you take <laughs> a like a remaster? Yes. Of the so collection. My the thing that bumps me out is Sly Cooper, honestly, is probably one of the best PlayStation 2 era platformer games that Sony has on the PlayStation 2. And I am bummed that there is no way to seamlessly play the Sly Cooper trilogy on modern consoles. I think the best we have is the PlayStation Now or premium service where you can stream Sly Cooper, but that's not really a solid way to play it because I don't want to stream it. I would be okay if Sucker Punch worked with another developer to like kind of like how uh, Vicarious Visions remade the Crash trilogy. I'd be cool with them remaking the Sly Cooper trilogy of that or honestly just put it on just honestly just put it on PlayStation to be able to buy it but yeah I don't want like and then Infamous is the same way like I'm bummed there's no modern accessible way to play the Infamous games because I played Second Son for PS4 but I've never Mm -hmm. played Infamous 1 or 2 like I've never played them yeah and there's no easy way to play them so I'm not bummed that they're not going to work on those games. And I'm very excited that there's a game that they're working on that requires the full studio's attention because Sucker Punch has an incredible amount of talent at that studio. And if everyone's on board, that game is going to be a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I just wish that they made Infamous and Sly Cooper, very beloved franchises, more accessible for people to enjoy. Yeah, indeed. I, I, I would love to play a remastered collection of this because i didn't play them at the time i knew them i saw them like i i watched enough of them to know that like oh yeah these classics right like these are good yeah games i was a jack and daxter fan and then yeah was always more curious about ratchet and and clank uh and then eventually went back and did those ones but uh like you i played infamous second son I liked it, it well enough. I I, yeah. th- I thought it was really, really good. Um, I know p- people like the first and second ones yeah, more better, if I'm not mistaken. Or at, at yeah. least that first one that had that more like comic booky mm-hmm. like look and feel to it. But hey, superheroes are still a big thing, right? And uh, I think they have an in, in, in IP that can still do some interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, especially like, as we get into this this new generation here like they and they could just and like just imagine the reception you could have. Right. You re-release in like even if it was just like a remaster, you re-release Sly Cooper and Infamous. Right. You put mm-hmm. them as like a bundle on PlayStation together or individually, whatever. Then you can see how popular the games are to give Sucker Punch an idea of, OK, after we work on our next project, let's gauge how popular these games are still loved yeah. and if it's worth working on another one. Do we remember what game Blue Point is working on? They were always the like they remastered everything. Yeah, I don't think they I don't think they said I know the Blue Point. I think the last thing they worked on wasn't it Demon Souls or they they work on something else after that. I forgot. 
something I think, like that. I'm not sure. I, I forget. The, the, the last thing about uh, Sly Cooper is technically, I believe there was an article or a statement somewhere that there can be a Sly Cooper 5 because there is a 4 in Thieves of Time that Sanzaru mm. made. And Sanzaru did, I believe, give a statement at one point that they would love to work on another Sly Cooper game, but it is up to Sony. That's it is probably Sony's decision why they, if they like, work on it's it. It's not in the works at Sucker Punch or anywhere else. Because Sucker Punch doesn't work on Sly Cooper new games because Sanzaru does. And Sanzaru wants to work on a Sly 5 because they left Sly 4 open for a sequel, but they're waiting for the green light by Sony. So it's not really Sucker Punch like just denying fans a new one. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of Sony with Sanzaru. I gotcha. So it's a whole thing. Yeah. So the statement here says that the team is working on a new project that requires the full studio's attention. Do you think this is Ghost of Tsushima 2? I'm I'm assuming it is. No, I don't think it is, because if they're working on a ghost, a ghost 2, would it really need the studio's full attention? Because they already have all the assets and and all that stuff already kind of made from the first game. If they were making a brand new game from the ground up, yeah, full studio's attention. But, like, do you really need the full studio if you already have all of the assets and most of the work done for Ghost already? Well, because Ghost was a PS4 game. Yeah, so yeah. They, they, I mean, so, well, yeah, they, you're, you're right. They pr- probably do have a lot of the a- assets that they need, but it would be motion capture and writing. And I, I, I think especially with the, the big expansion that they had, right, that kind of yeah. changed the game style. Like, I'm... I'm wondering if they are figuring out new mechanics to implement in Ghost 2. Um, how and what what that would like, how that would look different from the first one. Let me pitch this at you. What if it was a Ghost 2, but they were going to revamp it where instead of it being just this giant open world sandbox, they were going to give you an almost semi linear Ghost of Tsushima, just massive story like extravaganza like. Would you be okay with it moving away from that open sandbox or do you like it more as that open sandbox? I'm I'm okay with the open sandbox and I like what they did. I I I like how this is different as opposed to like the Last of Us games, right? Where that is the more like cinematic linear story. Mm -hmm. Here is that. I, I don't necessarily want them to do bigger though is yeah the thing. like i you like don't want them to go the, assassin's creed and just give you more which is which is really funny because i think it was this week or last week that yeah yeah be soft that like i made some announcement that was like games don't always need to be bigger and then i was just like yeah, you it's you yeah, you're yeah, the you're, problem it was ubisoft's that that man in the mirror where he's like pointing at himself and it's you are the problem yeah <laughs> um yeah i the, like I, I'm, I'm fine with a lot of open world stuff. I think they did a great job. I think, yeah, I want them to go that extra mile with that cinematic look in an open world with better. Uh, I mean, they, they had, they had wonderful motion capture, but just oh, yeah. to bring it to that next level, yeah, right? Uh, like how, how do you improve the sword combat and make it? difficult for the people that want it difficult but accessible to the people that want it accessible 
like it it re- really did kind of start to get repetitive with following all these foxes and yeah. following the birds like how do you vary that up how do you then implement the stuff that they changed about the game in their expansion and put that in the main game here yeah, is that I, possible a ghost who i would almost want it to be like i said like that kind of semi open like i want the game to still yeah. kind of have that open world feel because Honestly, I think Ghost has some of the coolest collectibles because it was yeah. nothing better than finding something and being like, oh, new outfit piece, new paint. Oh, my God. A new way to like a new. They had a whole Sly Cooper themed outfit. Yeah. You can like, do. Just nothing I love more than scrolling through all the different sword paints and being like, how do I want my swords to look like right. I want things like that still, but I want them to refine the way you find that. And I know this is like we're in this year and that's how and this is going to sound very like uh, pleb of me. I want them to kind of almost do the Elden Ring thing. I want them to make the exploration feel more organic instead of just, oh, you're going somewhere. Oh, a bird. And then you just aimlessly follow it around. Like, I want you to almost I, have this like you stumble upon it. So you almost feel more satisfied that you find it. I see. I'm almost with you on that. I think. Yeah. What Sucker Punch not, did not with quite the Elden wind. Ring, but like something in the middle of those. Sure. Like I, I am. I think what Sucker Punch did with the wind and the foxes and the birds to take away the like HUD stuff. Genius. Brilliant. Yeah. The wind. The wind I was think, the best marker in the game. I, I, I think they need to figure out more ways of doing that to vary it. Yeah. I think on top of that, one of the biggest problems of the game was the kind of morality system yeah in the game it it seems like it fought you the game like mechanically was like hey be the ghost like do all of this stuff it that's the fun stuff that's the stealthy like cool stuff right um and or but then the story was like don't be the ghost that's dishonorable and then it as you played more of the dishonorable way the weather was constantly stormy which yeah. wasn't which was kind of a neat thing. But then, yeah. like, if you played it stealthy like me, because I like stealth games, it was just thunderstorming like, the entire could, time. And I like I liked those moments that were bright and sunny and like those golds were just like shining and the red like it's a beautiful I, game. I just don't want it to be dark and stormy the whole time. I know this kind of goes against like games being accessible because like I liked the morality of going between samurai and ghost because then you you kind of felt more like Jin where you felt torn. The problem is I feel like the game didn't really incentivize you. That's because and that's I mean. the thing is yeah. like because like, yeah, you want to be honorable like Jin, but honestly, being ghost is just a hundred times fucking cooler you get cooler tools it's way cooler i feel like the game should have like an upgrade tree and diverge like like imagine it i'm trying to think of a good example like okay um it's like really need to be like distinct to have you ever played here's why you need to be the ghost have you ever played sunder kyle uh no Mm -mm. so sundered has a morality thing where you can be good or technically evil and your powers directly affect it like you can't get any of the powers of being evil like you can being good like right, i would yeah. want i want ghost who to do that where if you're going to be the ghost lock out the honorable the cop like almost almost lock you nin- out ninjutsu. almost lock you out of combat Stuff. like you can still do combat 
but it is way harder because you have locked into being the ghost. Where if you yes. go samurai, then, well, you can't stealth anything because you don't get like the blow darts. You don't get the tools or the abilities, the stealth. Like, I feel like they should have locked you out of not locked you out, but they should have greatly diminished one of the skill sets that way. Like, oh, man, I really like the melee combat, but I, oh, it'd be great to stealth. Well, mm-hmm. I can't. Now I have to make that decision. Do I give up the samurai combat for the stealth or do I go yep. stealthy and sacrifice the combat? And I, 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 th- I think it needs to have more of an impact on the story. Yeah, yeah, that too. Because at the end of the day, the game came down to a single choice that no matter what you did in the game, you could just make the choice there at the end. Because you, you still uh, had to do the ghost thing at the end. Like you had to do it. You didn't have a choice. Yeah, so um who knows we shall see what sucker punch is Go- up to ghost of tsushima too no matter what yeah uh moving on though to our third story here in the news se- section sony has launched a series of new gaming hardware aimed at pc players this is coming from shannon liao at launcher from the washington post um and they write sony electronics is launching a gaming gear brand called inzone aimed at pc gamers the company announced its new brand this past week with two 27 inch monitors and three variations of gaming headphones inzone has been in the works since 2019 before the pandemic as Sony executives observed growth in the video game and esports industries. Quote, we are entering the gaming gear industry with monitors and headsets at, at an exciting time since gaming and esports have gotten have gotten even more popular over the last few years. Kazu Kai, Sony president of home entertainment and sounds products told the washington post we are leveraging sony's high quality display and audio technologies to deliver products that will allow gamers to immerse themselves into their gaming world end quote (sighs) sony's a pc gaming company now boys pc pc gamers yo sony's finally senpai noticed you i guess Mm-hmm. They sure did. This makes sense. Yeah. To me, especially, like, well, I, especially it, with a lot of Sony's games actually finally rolling onto PC. It, it it's understandable. Well, that and just the, the fact that like Sony by themselves, like is not just a gaming company, right? Yeah. Like they they do monitors, they do sound stuff, they do speakers, they do all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, if, oh, if they not, can no, make a line of products that is more focused on gamers and has the features they need that makes sense like it it seems like they could make a lot of money on that i don't know it just makes sense it it honestly like all this is is exciting but like i play on consoles like none of it really matters to me the one thing that upsets me the most about the playstation monitor though so like you can play your playstation 5 on the new sony monitor which is also vaguely designed to look like the playstation 5 but like like, the same like white and blue but like kyle i have my tv though like why (laughs) why would i need the monitor no the the thing that bothers me is like i have i have two sony head like i have a sony headset and Mm -hmm. sony earbuds 
Like I have where where the hell are they? I have like I have like the expensive like wireless Sony earbuds that are like super high quality and it's kind of bullshit because they're wireless but mm-hmm. they will not connect to my PS5 Bluetooth. Like they'll show up on the Bluetooth like accessories and I'll click on it and it's like, "Oh, sorry, this device is not supported." And like my Sony wireless headset could I PS5 to, and it goes sorry not supported like said, these hey, aren't you're Sony not a gamer like these Sony headset this headset I'm wearing is not Sony <laughs> branded but like this this Bluetooth fucking headset doesn't work with the PS5 and I'm like I'm like dude, like sure it, this headset whatever honest, but like the Sony earbuds what the hell man to be honest it's probably the same thing Nintendo did right where it actually works they just need to flip the switch they just probably yeah. want these out and have been out for like six to eight months to uh, be like oh now we've made an update so older models work with yeah, this now, stuff. now they work the like after you after you bought the new expensive one you're like hey now your old yep. stuff works like oh yeah thanks yep yeah i yep, indeed this this doesn't excite me i like i know i know audio like okay i know we ragged on ignacio for not listening to game music because low-key that ignacio you're fucking up but like i i whenever i play games i don't ever wear a headset like i just listen through my tv so like I never really get into the, mm-hmm. oh, you can you can hear the dynamic sound. You can hear how far enemies are from you. Like, I, I get it's like a neat feature and it's cool to have. But like, you just it never seem I, I never got into it. You can game. You don't want the fancy new controller. Yeah. You don't want the new like sound <laughs> design that's more immersive. You want I like to, the, to play the new the controller. Sonic games. You, you just like you just like old old gamer is old over, old. over here. <laughs> I'm the PlayStation 2 gamer for life. No, like, <laughs> listen, I like the new controllers. I don't like, I don't like adaptive triggers. <laughs> I don't like, I, I, Kyle, I have the new controllers. Kyle, I haven't, listen, it's not even because of the rumble, the vi- new vibration. I haven't used vibration on a controller since like the PS3, like since the PS3 had it. Okay. Since like, the N64 rumble I don't, pack. I don't use vibration, so like I'm technically like this old game where I where where Sony's like, "Hey, new features," and I'm over here like, "Oh my god, no, please, just I don't want it." But yeah, like <sighs> this this is honestly really cool for PC people. Like I feel like if you're already on PS5 and you kind of have the PlayStation like accessories, yeah, this doesn't do anything for us. I don't think, or or if you're a PS5 streamer, right? And yeah, like you're on. T- t- Twitch, you want the setup that is to yeah. be styled after all of that. You have the headphones, you have the monitors, the stand that match. Like that could be neat, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 th- I think TVs in general are lagging behind in terms of like refresh rates and all that stuff. Yeah. Generally speaking, outside of giga gaming, you don't really need all of that. You don't need like a 1440p monitor i mean i guess you could do like a, a 4k thing but you don't need that refresh rate of like 120 yeah, um, and, and i feel like whatever. you only need that high refresh rate if you're like a hardcore competitive gamer because like i'm a gamer like but i'm not like mega competitive or play call of duty so like a non-high refresh rate doesn't like really matter to me yeah but yeah like I mean, this is nice. This obviously isn't a product or a line for for me, even though I'm a Sony person. But it is still nice that Sony is making more products for those 
I, I want to say niche audiences, but at least they're making something for somebody somewhere. Yeah, indeed. Which is always nice. Indeed. Um, well, there you go. That's kind of the biggest news of the week. Uh, so with that, we will get into our new and notable section. Oh, uh, we don't hang out. We don't I don't see in the news anywhere. I don't know. This will probably be in the lightning round, maybe. But uh, we'll, we'll do it there. But so we'll go into new and notable. Cool. So first off, a Ubisoft forward event has been announced for July 7th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So that would be 2 p.m. Eastern time. And we'll have gameplay reveal of sc skull and bones. Wow. I still. Wow. I like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like people are going to watch this reveal of skull and bones almost for like the meme. That's what I'm going to do. Like, Seriously. Like. How does this game still exist? I, to be honest, they've announced this. I still don't believe it. Yeah, like I when have we last when did we last even see this game? Honestly, this game has been in development hell since they announced it. But when like when's Assassin's last time we Creed Black Flag was announced and they were like, hey, you guys like the ship combat, but, huh? Hey, skull and bones, all ship combat. And then but like where completely we're, died do we know the last time we've actually like seen this game like when they actually when we got to look at it I, I don't think we have <laughs> is the thing like we've not gotten a Dude. like a, a, a look at the game we've not gotten a teaser we've not gotten a trailer there has not been like old gameplay of what it used to be except for what we know from the assassin's creed games like there has been some news out there of like here's what we're, we're trying to do or here you, you know all of that stuff but man like i i what <laughs> i i really hope that you be self for it i really hope skull and but like they said that it's gonna have the gameplay reveal of skull and bones i really hope skull and bones is not like the the flag of like this reveal of this event like if this if this the, is like this is if this is like if this like, is like it's focusing on skull and bones is its main like, thing. I feel like that's got to be a lie, because if this event is going to be just mainly skull and bones, I don't. Is it mean? I don't think anyone cares. So I know Ubisoft hasn't they, they didn't do stuff for Summer Game Fest. So this is yeah. the closest thing to it. However, they are one of the few companies that have announced that they will be at Gamescom. Is that the that's the one right one, right? The one in I think, I think Germany, right? I think so. Um, which uh, there's always the thing I say, the Gamescom is uh, like three times bigger than E3 worldwide. Um, but I, I think like Nintendo and PlayStation have both announced that they won't be at Gamescom and a few other people. So Ubisoft could also be doing something else this fall um, yeah. in September well, when Gamescom is a thing. Um, I, I'm assuming I think, there will be some other announcements in here, but they're making it sound like this is the main I, isn't watch isn't this. the only other game we know Ubisoft is working on is the new Rabbids game? I think that's all we know. Well, we know their next Assassin's Creed game is Assassin's Creed like Infinite or something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. We did get told about that, but we haven't seen anything on that either. Like we technically, 
that yeah. there's uh eventually we will hear more about this potential splinter cell re- remake that they have there then <laughs> that's not me hoping for a new game they have yeah, said like all right hey we're gonna try remaking this um and then uh i mean of, of course there's probably gonna be an update for siege uh probably. and for siege extraction um yeah, I don't. Yeah, I honestly, we'll I don't know. Like, I, I don't really play Ubisoft games anymore, so I don't, I don't think Ubisoft can announce anything that's really going to get me excited personally. I've kind of fallen off the, the next Ubisoft formula of open world games. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I, I hope the reveal of Skull and Bones goes well, but I don't have hope. Interesting. You know. Interesting. But, Oh, but well. that that was that was Ubisoft forward. Now it's more like Ubisoft backward. But we have Klonoa Fantasy uh, Reverie series is coming out for PlayStation 4, 5, C- Xbox S and X, the Xbox One, Switch and PC. And that releases on July 8th. We have Madison for PS4, 5, the Xbox X and S, Switch and PC also on July 8th. This was a horror game that was in a number of showcases at Summer Game Fest. Not was it? my kind of thing, but it looked too scary. Uh, scary as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't heard of that. I might have to look up a trailer. Uh, on July 14th, we have Escape Academy on PS4, 5, Series X and S again, Xbox One and PC, no Switch. And like I said, that was on July 14th. Yeah. If you guys like Escape Rooms, this game is for you. Not a not a puzzle guy. You know, the witness. Uh, Rune Factory 5 only for PC July 15th. So, uh, uh, I believe that is currently already out for Switch. Um, so they are maybe. bringing it to the PC. And now the last one, I think this it says itch itch.io is hosting an indie bundle for abortion funds in aid of reproductive rights for a minimum donation of $10. You get almost 800 games. And honestly, even if it wasn't 800 games, honestly, just support it. It's a good cause. And again, even a $10 donation goes a long way. Any little bit you can help helps a lot. Absolutely. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, this bundle will be available until July 13th. Uh, So get on that ASAP. And only $10. And that's that is a lot of games for $10. Indeed, indeed wraps up our new and notable which is old and noted so we're gonna swing into the lightning round okay so this one this one's not in here and i saw this one today um it was an article i believe from ign that in 2023 we will be getting a lollipop chainsaw remake ah yes yeah i saw that earlier today when i woke up so uh apparently i'm trying to remember it was like it's gonna have it's going to replace the music because of licensing issues and it's going to have obviously updated graphics. So if you like live pop chainsaw, which I think is only on the PS three. And I think it was also for the Xbox 360 coming back, going back a great zombie hack and slash kind of almost fan servicey game. Really good though. Interesting. So there's that one, but with our actual list starting in October, Xbox Game with Gold will no longer include include 360 games. 
or went out for the Xbox 360. Oh. The Sorry, 360. Yeah. The exciting um, news. Huh? Yeah. Go for it. This this one was exciting because I need to play it. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, the expansion to Rise, has shipped two million units worldwide in under a week. Yeah, that's pretty Man. wild. Uh, the, the, to, to specify, this is not units sold. Units yes. shipped. But even yes. still, that's just like, holy cow. That's, that's a, lot. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like Rise, Rise was still a popular game and Sunbreak. Again, Capcom really great at having these expansions that just add so much content to an already existing game. It's pretty much like a second game. There you go. So definitely get on that, but also play Rise because I have to as well. <clears throat> Bungie is reportedly working on a Destiny mobile game with net ease because you, you love nothing more than mobile games. Mm-hmm. You know? <sighs> Yes, I mean, for me. it, it, it kind of makes sense that they would want to go in a direction like that. I feel like, but yeah, I mean, mobile games me. are popular. Like people there. I don't think they're as popular here as they are in like Japan. I think in Japan, mobile games are way bigger. Oh, yeah. So FaZe Clan has permanently banned now former member scented after using hate speech. Fucking get him out of here. Yeah, I don't really follow esports teams all that much, but I know FaZe Clan uh, has in the past had to b- 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 ban or suspend a number of their members um, for one reason or another. I think I, I saw something of like a crypto scam. There's now hate speech, right? Like they just all, all sorts of things. Um, so. I don't know, but they they released a, a statement and uh, he has released an apology as well. But yeah, no, no longer a member of FaZe Clan. Just instead of using hate speech, I don't know why you can't just promote positive speech. It's not that fucking hard. But EA has tweeted their version of a meme that caught a lot of backlash from the gaming community. So the meme of they're a 10, but and EA tweeted they're a 10, but they only like playing single player games. This blew up so much like EA, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I I, yeah, I I saw this. This was awful. (laughs) This 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 was terrible and dumb joke, Uh, but it but like. What what I think pissed people off the most is that the 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 meme is supposed to be yeah, yeah they're a ten but red flag right? yeah and like name some yeah, red it's, flag it's supposed to be something so that they hear, don't do that you don't like so to 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 see a gaming company be like hey single player gaming red flag man those <laughs> people suck is 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 just like uh, yo what the fuck yeah um, especially coming from a company that is. Uh, notorious for loot boxes and yep. taking advantage of uh, the players in means like that. Um, it, it just like tr- trying to exploit you to get money out of you. It, it is like, hey, they're a 10, but we can't exploit them. This is just, just like, what? What the fuck? Here, here's your here's your advice for the day, friends. Um, just because you write it doesn't mean you have to tweet it. You can put it in your drafts. You don't have to send it. Yeah, we do. We don't need more Radio Shack. 
Twitters. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I Good this God. this po- this popped up on my Twitter, and everyone was like, "Oh, look, yay, yay, being a clown again! Look at him go!" God, and the thing is, the single player games that they do make, people really enjoy they, and want they more. Really of, like them, but they're yeah. so they're so reluctant to put more out, and everyone uh, loves their single player game. It's just like, what are you doing? Uh, yay! I. Sometimes I think EA is playing like they're going for the long con. They're trying to play the longest joke on us that like they're going to pull the curtain on us and we're going to be like, oh, my God, they were fucking around the whole time. Like, is who's Callisto Protocol being published by? Oh, uh, is that Microsoft that, now or is it because because it, 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 it is made by the former no, people it, who made Dead, Dead, Dead Space. Uh, I don't I don't remember. For some reason, I want to say Capcom, but I know that's not true. There's no way it's. But then we see it at the Capcom show. No, I don't remember. Anyways, uh, yeah, Uh, Jedi Fallen Order 2, right? You know, they're Kyle. Kyle, they're they're a 10, but they're EA. Yeah, (laughs) no. So I, I, I tweeted out like. They're a zero because they're a terrible game company anyways. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, th- this whole thing was a I, mess. I had my own brand one was they're a 10, but they don't collect PSN trophies. <laughs> Got them. <laughs> so uh, apparently Sega wants to adapt some Atlas games like Persona for TV and movies. And even though a Persona anime, you know, I don't already exist. You know, Sega, did you? Do you know that there, there's already a Persona four and five anime and a Persona three movie? I I don't know. I I I, I, I guess they want to do more stuff than just Persona, but all of the the reporting I saw on we're, this we're, yeah, was, was, was like like Persona, and it was just like you get you guys not realize no, no. there's already an anime what, of this. What if what if Sega tricks us and they and this this is good you're audience you're gonna hear this you're gonna wait that's not a real game what if they make an anime for persona one and two i know games that you don't think exist persona one and two what it starts at three i don't yeah so we might see some some like shin megami tensei stuff what as well um yeah i i I think that would be interesting because i know the anime that already exists hasn't really caught on as much as the games have um, I know Persona 4's anime is pretty well received. I know Persona 3's movie is widely liked, but I know the Persona 5 anime is not very liked as much. And it's it's also liked by such a small group. It's like it's niche, yeah. but, but it, it is well regarded. So it, it like I, I think they are wanting to like ha- how like now that five has had such a success and people are now yeah. more interested in older persona games and Shimigami tensei and catherine and and stuff like that how how do we take that ip and bump them up into the main stream here you just popped this into my head i would actually kill for like like obviously like put it like what if it was on hbo right hbo mm-hmm. max a catherine anime you never know like very like very adult centered Catherine like that would be honestly really good. I, I would know. get HBO Max to watch that. I'd want to see that. But 
Sega could make a, a new Sonic anime, but whatever. Uh, it's whatever, man. They do big money. Oh, wow. uh, last up, Samsung has launched a gaming hub streaming platform on a range of their 2022 smart TVs. Partnered services include Game Pass, NVIDIA, GeForce Now, and, and Google Stadia. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I sure. I guess this is interesting. They announced this, I think, late last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but but yeah, so if you are a subscriber to Game Pass, you don't necessarily need to have an Xbox to yeah. play it. Now, if you have one of these uh, smart TVs that Samsung has made, you can they, they have their whole like section on their smart TV. You can go to and you can subscribe to these things and play video games, hook up a controller, uh, do all that stuff. So interesting. It, I mean, it, it sounds cool, but I, I'd rather just own a console. Plus, yeah. at that point, why not just have like a PC? Like, I feel like in any modern house, you just you'd have a PC already. Well, I mean, Xbox, Xbox is making that like streaming dongle. Thing, yeah, right. I know. I mean, that was the whole Google Stadia experience mm -hmm. to like we are going in that direction and i think steps are being made that technology is being made right now i think the yeah. kind of popular thought is like it's cool but we're not really there yet it's so. it's the it's the technology that we deserve not the technology we need right uh, we, but yeah. we do actually have three more down below that if you oh, scroll do down. we i didn't yeah. scroll down wow yeah. So uh, almost done. I, I didn't I don't know why I didn't scroll down uh, in their latest episode of patch notes. Twitch announced a number of updates to their platform, including custom tags, a feature called guest star and more. I know Twitch likes to have features, but I know usually the consensus is they never include the features people have been asking for. Twitch has been really bad the last handful of years that's why there was kind of a major exodus to youtube unfortunately mm -hmm. youtube has also been kind of slow with their rollout of some of the features that they need uh but they are getting there uh twitch has tried to implement new features new ways to like promote your your favorite streamer and it they mm -hmm. it's just been a a shitstorm uh reportedly the executives at twitter really don't care about the users and the services that they need like all that like they they just want to make money uh yeah like all of that and it, it like it has shown in what has happened on the platform even though um, twitch should really make more features to just cultivate their already existing like talent they have which if they do that, it would just make their platform just even better. Like if you cultivate your talent, more people go to it and then you make more. Yeah, I mean, they, they've they've tried to do some of that stuff. It's just with it, it's just fallen very flat of like, ooh, yeah, that's how you're trying to do it. No, uh, -uh. no, don't do that. Do you, but honey, what are you um, doing? These up dates uh, seem to be pretty welcomed and are kind of neat. Um, so they they like you said, there's a custom tags yep. feature, uh, which could be a really, really good, good thing. The downside to that is hopefully you don't misspell stuff. Right. In, instead of them ha having an actual like set tag. Yeah. 
maybe you accidentally misspell something right and that sucks um the guest star feature is interesting so they already have squad streaming which mm-hmm. it, this is th- this feels like a next step of that where yeah. uh if i'm streaming here on twitch i can uh, kind of dynamically pull you in if you're streaming at the same t- time to have your camera be on my stream at the same time um, interesting and I, I, I don't think it's necessarily your stream is on my stream. I think it's your camera. So if you're like you, you can tell it like what mic you're using, what camera you're mm-hmm. using. And so it, it is kind of trying to cut out discord from that. But you can also like pull in members from your 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 your, your chat and stuff like that to have yeah it's like a guest on. star that way like oh you can like yeah. highlight like people specific people from your chat to be like hey and that could almost play into like subs like oh if you sub or you have this high tier you can like guest star on like a stream where you can just like rotate guests on stream exactly if they have a question so this is maybe more so for just chatting um mm-hmm. but can be really really helpful yeah if like you and i are playing a game at the same time like i can i can stream it on my channel have both of our cameras be on there but only show my gameplay or or stuff like that it it, it just is a really neat feature Mm -hmm. that i hope works out for them i I, I hope so so good stuff there well sadly some bad news niantic makers of pokemon go have let well are they are laying off eight percent of their staff which is about 85 to 90 people because they are struggling to find their next big hit i don't i don't really know what you find a bigger hit than pokemon they've they've announced some things they've tried their hands at certain things and those things have been canceled or pushed back or all that stuff and yeah they just can't really seem to find their next big hit I mean, sucks. it still sucks people getting laid off. At least it's only 8%. Like those, those 85 to 90 people, that That's really lot, sucks. Yeah. That's still a lot of people. But hopefully at least they find something that sticks. But it's not going to be easy to try to even match Pokemon. Because that summer, that year that game came out, I don't think you'll ever recreate that. Ever. Yeah, absolutely. And last but not least, just weeks after Unity's CEO told employees that layoffs would not be happening, the company has laid off about 4% of its workplace, which this is a much larger 263 people across multiple organizations and countries. Really mm. shot yourself on the foot, and that's, that's a much larger company, and that's a far larger group of people. So, sucks for them. I really hope they find work and things yeah. get better for them. Um, from what I understand, th- this the Unity has kind of had some turmoil over the past year or two, uh, especially as they have started to kind of uh, diversify outside of video games. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are a lot of companies, including game <laughs> companies, that uh, do, a, do some work for the military. <laughs> Harry, I know Unity was one of them that kind of came under fire, uh, no pun intended, uh, 
uh, th- th- that, uh, yeah, like, hey, we, we're, we, we don't really feel comfortable with the contracts that Unity has with the U.S. military, uh, stuff like that. Uh, I know they recently bought um, some other game studio. I don't remember its name. And they also bought Parsec, the like uh, game streaming platform, not for like a wider public, but for like journalists to get like a, a preview of like a demo or something like that. Um, a lot of companies were using Parsec uh, during the pandemic to make that happen. Yeah. Um, so it it seems like they're trying to grow and diversify and stuff like that. And as they're tr- trying to keep up with Unreal Engine 5 and yeah. all the meta hu- human stuff that they're doing <laughs> over there and all the wild stuff, it seems like Unity is maybe struggling to keep up. Yeah, well, hopefully Unity ends up bouncing back and hopefully things don't get worse. So... I mean, obviously, I hope they get better, but as long as they don't get worse, I think things are at least going to be okay. Hopefully. But um, that that yeah. officially wraps up the lightning round. There we go. Yes. Boom. Go. There you go. Uh, good stuff. So, yeah. Um, what are we excited for this week? Alan, what are oh, you up to? Oh, man. You know, sadly, this is kind of a low week. Nothing's really happening, but... I'm just excited to still play more card games. I've actually like really engrossed myself in the Digimon community and I've made a lot of friends and I've made a lot of met a lot of really cool people. Um, So I'm honestly just excited to keep hanging out with them and uh, uh, hopefully Platinum the Quarry because I think there's finally a workaround for a glitch in the game that I can finally get the last trophy. (laughs) There you go. Go. Good stuff. What about you, Kyle? What are you excited for? Uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, man, I am excited. Um, Yeah, by time this goes public, I will have already seen it. So I I will have not yet. I got to wait just a just a tad longer. There you go. Yeah. Um, Oh, and and I'm excited to watch Triple R this weekend. Go check it out, please. It's fantastic. Um, But yeah, still playing some Final Fantasy X. I know uh, coming up real soon here, I have a couple games that I'm looking forward to, including Stray and Live Alive. Um, So I'm excited for all of those. But yeah, Alan, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me tweeting about any of my random stuff going on at Twitter at Alan Busby, where is the only social media platform I have besides YouTube. There you I go. guess. So find me there. Good stuff. What about you, Kyle? Um, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. You guys know the deal with all of that stuff. Um, Go spread the word. Go go tweet about us. All that good stuff that helps us out a ton. Go go um, fire a firework that explodes in the air that says our channel name. Exactly. We will see you all next time. Bye. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>